push his way up the racetrack, and now here comes Jancic. Jancic goes by Query, and he goes by Inman. Burnell gets a great run, another three wide for the race lead. It's going to drag race off of turn four. Shepard is there, but it's Larry White at the line. Still going to be Pamborn, and they make contact. Britton has broken the race car. AJ Slideways. Alan Johnson wins. Whether you hug the infield tires or rip the cushion, you found the fastest dirt track podcast in motorsports. Welcome to Where Legends Are Made, the official podcast of Land of Legends Raceway. Here's Stephen and Brad Ovens. Oh, that's right, race fans. Welcome into another episode of Where Legends Are Made, the official podcast of the Land of Legends Raceway. I'm the voice of the Land of Legends, Steve Ovens, joining you for another program this week. We've got a special guest interview coming up in just a little bit with our own Doug Elkins. We'll talk to Doug about his thoughts on all the things happening down at Volusia. Matt Williamson picking up a couple big wins and the big gator. We'll talk to Doug about that. We'll talk about the Dirt Vision announcement and and how big that is, how that changes things. And we'll get Doug's perspective on that as well as his perspective on on you know p- putting on productions as a whole but the big news this week and we've had some big announcements over the last couple of weeks and this one was another one that we had really tried to keep under wraps and so f- excited to finally get this out in the open our 70th anniversary commemorative t-shirts were just released today uh we're recording this on Friday and uh, so excited to have these uh, out uh, for public consumption. They will go on sale Saturday, February 25th. Uh, again, so pumped for everybody to, to see what we've got going on here with these T-shirts. They will go on sale Saturday, February 25th. You can place your order and be one of the first to get your hands on these commemorative T-shirts. You can place your order with Tana Robinson. Give her a call. 716-799-5669. You can give her a call 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily. You can shoot her an email at Tana at LandofLegendsRaceway.com. Tana at LandofLegendsRaceway.com. T-shirts are going to be $25, $3 extra for sizes 2X up through 5X. Uh, sprint car shirts are up through 4X. And we've got uh, an assortment of colors ranging from black, charcoal, gray, and pink, uh, depending on on the uh, division T-shirt. But these things came out so awesome. Uh, the modifieds featuring some legendary drivers, all the way from Will Cagle to Alan Johnson, Bob McCready, the Hurricane Steve Payne, and Super Matt Shepard, featured uh, as the photos on our modifieds, our sportsmen. The sportsman shirt looks so awesome. Looking at some of those cars from from back in the day when the sportsman first kicked off in 1987. Our first sportsman champion, Steve Schultz, is on there. Mike Button was a multi-time champion. Greg Hickson was an early 90s champion on there. Paul Guerry, late 90s champion in the seven car. And also Dave Marcacelli, who has the record for the most. Dirt Car Sportsman Modified Track Champions uh, Championships at the Land of Legends featured on that shirt. Uh, really excited to get that one released. The Sprint Car shirt is awesome. They've only been around since 2012, 
So the list certainly smaller on that sprint car shirt. And Daryl Ruggles got a whole pile of those track championships to his credit. Uh, that T-shirt came out awesome. Our very first champion, David Ferguson, featured on that. And David's still competing. He even commented when we released the shirt design today that they'll be out to play with us a few times in 2023. He's got his little boy going in mic rods and quarter midgets. So um, it'll be exciting to have David back out to the racetrack with us. Um, a guy who hasn't raced a whole lot in the last five to seven years. Uh, and every time he does it, the, the guy is, you know, feast or famine. Um, he's either up in the top three or, or on his lid. And I know David would really love to change that luck here in 2023. So we'll look forward to seeing him a few times. But it, it was so cool to see him, Jason Whipple. Uh, you've also got Eric Carlson in the 66 on that on that shirt as well as a, as a former champion. Alicia Bay was our track's first female champion as well as his first female champion in the sprint cars. She's featured on there as well as the motorized madman himself, Daryl Ruggles in the 48 junior. And then my personal favorite for very selfish reasons, the full fender shirt, that thing came out absolutely spectacular. Um, you know, the, you look at that full fender shirt and you see all the cars from all the different generations on there uh, between Les White, Jip Ortiz, uh, you know, the, the 58 machine there, that goes back several, several years uh, on there. Steve Pesarek, Mike Welch, and and I got to give a shout out to, to Matt Guary and his crew that, that took an old photo that I had of my father's car, the 85X. Um, Hollywood Stew, as Gary Montgomery called him. Uh, the 1979 champion. So we've got gener you know, decades all the way back to the 70s on that full Fender shirt that are represented all the way through Mike Welch's car from 2022 featured on there as well. The other cool part about these T-shirts and because of all the different cars we featured on the full Fender one, um, you don't see all the different logos. But if you look on all the other T-shirts, You'll see all the different Canandaigua Speedway, all those different logos. Um, shout out to Bob Miller for providing uh, all of the logos that he had on file to, to help uh, be a part of this commemorative T-shirt. I mean, that is 70 years of history. Just just think about that for a minute. 70 years of history. Uh that is that is a, a an unfathomable uh, amount uh, of history, of racing, of families coming out and enjoying the races, or maybe their family member race themselves. That you know, Paul Cole all the time talks about how you know the land of legends, just not about the legendary drivers. You know, when we say land of legends, you know, legends are the stories that are made at this racetrack, the memories that are made. Um, you know, we are, are one of our most loyal fans uh, from West by God that tunes in every week on Land of Legends TV and, and very, very active on Twitter, you know, talks about, you know, just how emotional she gets thinking about her memories of going to the racetrack. And, and, and those are all those legends that we talk about, you know, all the stories, all the memories. And whether you come to the racetrack every week, a handful of times a year, or you watch from afar, uh, this um, this is a real special place. And 
And these commemorative t-shirts really help us cherish that history that our great racetrack has. Now, there's a, a few different ways to get your hands on these. You can call Tana to put your order in. Um, uh, just about all of the t-shirts uh, we have uh, on hand right now, um, the full Fender shirts will be coming next week. Uh, those were the last ones to go to print, so we'll have those. But you'll be able to either, uh, you've got three different options to pick up before the race season starts. If you order one, you can pick it up at Motorsports Expo. That's coming up in Syracuse in just a couple weeks. You can pick them up in Canandaigua, New York, meet up with Tana. Uh, she can meet you in Canandaigua. And we're also going to set up a pickup spot at Super Gen Products in Newark. You can stop right uh, to Paul Cole's uh, business, Super Gen, uh, at his office and, and pick up T-shirts that way as well. They are accepting cash, check, uh, and credit cards for payment. If you use a credit card, they add a dollar uh, service fee to, to process the credit card. But, man, $25 each to, to get your hands on, on a piece of history is is pretty pretty awesome. Every champion from every division uh, listed uh, on these, uh, just so so cool, and uh, we're we're excited about being able to to finally share what these all looked like. And uh, man, the the stories that that could be told from all these different champions that are featured on these shirts is uh, is a pretty cool thing. A couple things to keep in mind as we get uh, toward the end of February, it's coming up on March. There are still sponsor opportunities available. If you've got a business that you'd like to get featured at Land of Legends Raceway, uh, we do still have one division sponsorship left to go with the new Legends Sportsman. We've got billboard space. We've got Land of Legends TV commercial space. Uh, we have got so many different creative ways, a nightly sponsor, um, many, many different ways that you can get involved here at the Land of Legends Raceway. Contact Tana. For all of that information, we are going to be featured at two upcoming shows, one of which will be Finger Lake Speed World held at the Auburn Mall there at uh, Bass Pro Shops right there in the uh, center dining court. Uh, and all throughout that mall there, that show is coming up, Finger Lake Speed World. Find them on Facebook at Finger Lakes Speed World. We'll be a part of that show. We'll also be a part of the Motorsports Expo. Taking place in Syracuse, Jeremy Corcoran and his crew have done a phenomenal job putting this show on the last few years. We've been excited to be a part of that show. We'll have our schedule cards as usual. All the cast and characters will be there to, to chat, do a little bench racing, talk about our big announcement, uh, simulcasting on Dirt Vision. And if you uh, order a t-shirt or if you want to buy one, We'll have them there on sale at Motorsports Expo as well. That's uh, the upcoming dates to keep in mind. Also keep in mind open practice. And the, this is, of course, you know weather dependent. But uh, open practice, any car, any division uh, is set for Saturday, April 15th. And our opening night, uh, sponsored by Howell Properties, is going to be on Saturday, April 22nd. Those are the upcoming dates to keep in mind. We're going to step aside here when we come back. Doug Elkins from Elkins Video Productions and Land of Legends TV is our A main interview of the week. Stick around. We'll have Doug here in just a moment.
by the grace of God and 800 horsepower. It's time for the A-Main interview of the week. Well, race fans, we got a nice show for you uh, this week. Uh, Going to be a little bit of a, an abbreviated show. I, I wanted to uh, to get my good friend Doug Elkins in here, uh, one of my teammates on Saturday nights here at the Land of Legends. And and Doug, uh, how are you doing? How's your off season going? Uh, for some folks that watch us on Land of Legends TV, uh, let's check in with Doug, see how he's doing. I'm doing well, although I, I must tell you, um, with Daytona, we had a winter warmer here for Brewer and Fulton. I got to see some of the guys and, and watch the Dirt Vision race from Volusia. So I will say this, I'm, I'm needing it more now than before. I was doing okay, but now that I've seen a little race and I'm like, man, I need more. So uh, yeah, I just can't wait for April to get here. Tell us a little bit about that, because I, I know Fulton and Brewerton have been doing that uh, for a couple years now, and it seemed like everybody had a really good time out there this weekend. They did. Um, you know, banquets are, are tough. Um, yeah, I mean, look at look at our banquet. We I think we had nine of us at a table that seats two yeah. in the corner over there. So you never know how big to make the venue. And, and so for Brewerton and Fulton, what they do is they have like a past few years, they've done it at RFH's hideaway, which is just down the street, but it's very small. So they hand out awards. So you could just stop by quickly and, and get your plaque and get your, your money, or you could hang out and um, they always play the race. They always plan it for that Saturday night, the finale from Volusia. So we were there with the Duke game, the Syracuse Duke game, which got over pretty fast, unfortunately, on Saturday uh. night. And then they had that. And uh, it was at a different place this year, Jammers Sports Bar and Restaurant, which is the old Quaker Steak and Lube. I don't know if you remember that from back in the day, yeah. Steve. Um, so nice, big place. Lots of people showed up. It was really nice. I got a lot of videos and, uh, those are up on the Elkins video production YouTube page now, but very well attended. It was a lot of fun. And, and you know how it is, Steve, we, we spend five, six, seven months in some cases with all of our friends at the racetrack and then we just don't get to see them. So it was so nice to shake hands and check in with everybody and see them again. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I, I certainly felt that way about our banquet was, you know, it's just yeah. so nice to see people that you haven't seen since September, you know. Um, you know speaking mm -hmm. of seeing people. And you did a heck of a job, by the way, Steve. I, I got to say that before you get too far in. You did a heck of a job. Uh, I don't know if you were nervous, but you sure didn't look at Great job, man. Seriously. <laughs> I, I, I was. I was. You and I have talked about uh, talked yes. about that. And, and uh, you know, it's it's uh, people probably don't realize it, but I, I probably am more nervous at times than, than I lead on. But I'm glad <laughs> it, I'm glad it translates okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fun. It was fun. Food was good. It was nice to see everybody. Really so was. You're talking about watching a little bit of Volusia there, um, you know, at, at Jammers and, uh, you know, Matt Williamson, my goodness, what, what a week he had, uh, you know, and, and to not lead a whole lot of laps doing it and come away with two wins in the big Gator. Uh, Matt just really found something there this week that, that really, uh, really shined. He did, especially, uh, cause I didn't catch most of the race. I, I kind of caught a lot of it out of the corner of my eye and I saw that Jack Laner was leading and, and boy, you talk about one of the nice young stars of the Super Dirt Car Series. And one of those guys, I think in a few years, is going to be winning races. But to have Matt Williamson pass him late in the race. And, and if you guys didn't see it, basically Jack was running the bottom. And, you know, most of the slower traffic tends to go to the bottom. He kind of got trapped down there. Matt was able to get to the outside, I think, with two to go. Um, I felt bad for Jack. But boy, you, you got to hand it to Matt Williamson when, when the money's on the line and it's late in the race. The guy just gets it done. 
He sure does. He sure does. You feel feel terrible for Jack, but you know that Jack is right there. He's right on the cusp of getting yes. that first win. And you know, don't be surprised if he doesn't rack up a couple after he gets that first one out of the way. Max uh, continues his good streak at Volusia. He got the night one win, and and you know did it you know fairly convincingly. You know, Max has really uh, found his stride, uh, particularly at Volusia these last couple of years. Got a few wins now. He has, and I still remember when he first got into dirt modifieds, and um, I remember one night at Brewerton, he he made a mistake. I think it was maybe his fourth or fifth time in a big block, and got down in the infield and actually spun in front of everybody. And I remember going to him and I said, man, you ain't the first person. You aren't the last person to do that, but to watch him develop these last few years. And the fact that he can just hop into an asphalt late model or a modified and go out and look like he's been running them forever. I mean, there, there's a lot of talent in that young man right there. And, uh, and for him and his dad to do what they did, I mean, they were living in that little apartment above, you know, right by the, the, the shop there in Weedsport and to see where they are now. It's, it, it's a great story. And, and, and how can you not root for that? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. No. I, so it was uh, both Max and, and Matt Williamson getting wins down there. Um, we had some of some, some local guys headed down that way. Alex Payne was down there. Danny Johnson was down there. Um, uh, Kyle coffee uh, had some, some good moments down there as well in the, uh, in the 39 ride. Um, so, you know, it, we, we had some local flavor down there that, uh, that was down there competing. So, uh, you know, hats off to, cause it's not, it's not an easy task to, to take not only the time, but all the resources, you know, fuel diesel being what it is right now. Um, you know, that's, that's a, that's a bigger task to get down to, to Florida than it used to be. So, um, you know, hats off to, to all of them for doing that. Doug, you and I have had a lot of fun these last couple of years working yeah. at Land of Legends on Saturday, and 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 we've had an announcement here, uh, you know, in the in the last week, eight days or so, that you know, kind of uh, it doesn't. I, I've explained this to a few people. It doesn't change what we do right. on a Saturday night, but it certainly increases the amount of eyeballs that are going to be watching it. What uh, what was your uh, what was your reaction and and uh, you know your your thoughts as we embark on uh, simulcasting on Dirt Vision? Well, the first thing was obviously we're still going to have it free for everybody, and then it was like, okay, yes, we are uh, doing that. But you're right, the Dirt Vision audience um, is a loyal bunch that watch races from all over the place. So I think maybe if anything else, it makes it easier for them now to check out our product rather than having to go someplace else. So it can only mean more views and. You know, like you and I were doing some marketing stuff there uh, earlier today. And with that extra platform now, um, I mean, geez, what a great opportunity uh, for the race car drivers. And, um, you know, I noticed something very interesting last year when I was at Super Dirt Week that goes right with this. At various points of the race, like I, I kind of looked in the grandstand and it's like, man, there's a lot more people here than were in the grandstand. And as I went back through the camping area, People have their big screens set up outside of their RVs and everything like that. So I think there is a huge uh, segment of the population that that relies on Dirt Vision for a lot of the stuff and watches it right there. So now to add our brand uh, and, and all the people are still going to be the same. So you really won't notice any difference in the broadcast. But anytime you can get another, let's see, like almost like a new channel on a TV that you can watch showing that, I think it's great because it's going to be a lot more exposure for our teams and 
I mean, what a great opportunity for them. Remember, remember we did that show at Weedsport a few years ago that was on Empire Sports. We had a lot of teams come just for that exposure to get their sponsors, you know, some extra eyes. So to have this simulcast on the two channels now, just, I mean, there's not many win-wins in racing, but this is surely a win-win for everyone involved. Yeah, definitely. And and, and one driver kind of comes to mind that, you know, in, in that same light that you're talking, uh, you know, Dalton Martin, they're getting ready to go yeah. big block racing. And, mm-hmm. and just what you said, they're, they're one of those teams that is, you know, trying to get them, get their name out there a little bit more, just moving up to the big block class that adds a new element of exposure, um, be, you know, running in the, in, in the tracks premier division, but now, you know, even more views than, than what we've even been offering here, you know, maybe that's an opportunity for a team like that to pull in some extra dollars that, that make the wheels go around. We know how important that that is at the end of the day. Um, but I, I'm, I'm just, you know, for, for a guy like him, I know he talked to you when they made that decision to go big block racing, I'm looking at guys like Dalton Martin. We had Ricky Newton that stepped up last yep. year. I know Tori Stoutinger. I, I watched Elkins video productions, saw Tori's interview. He wants to come back as soon as they can. Um, it, I think there's, you know, we've got some positive momentum building up here that, you know, I don't know. I won't say that we haven't had it in the past, but mm-hmm. for some reason it stands out to me more these last couple of years that we, we, we do have guys from sportsmen that are making the jump up and, and, you know, and, and now trying to get some of that extra exposure that's going to be out there. And I think the biggest difference is, um, and I thought about this the other night when I was watching, I think it was the the clash maybe, or, or whatever was Thursday, the, the duels, I think is what it was. Yeah. These new teams, um, in NASCAR and so many other forms of racing do not get much exposure. They start at the back. You might catch their car as they get lapped or something like that. But the nice thing with dirt racing is with like handicapping and stuff like that. Dalton Martin um, is going to get time at the front of the field in the heat races. And if he qualifies in the heat, he's going to get time up front. So I think the format that we have in dirt makes it easier for the young drivers, the Ricky Newtons, uh, the Tory Stoutingers, and the guys that may not necessarily be running up front all the time. It gives them that, that camera time that they need. And, you know, cause people, a lot of people would think, well, I'm only going to sponsor the winners because they're not going to be on. But in reality, you know, with our format, they're going to be on. And that's one of the best things I like about dirt racing is, you know, if you're there every week, you get that pole position out front, you got your chance, you know, you could yeah. nail the setup that night, hit your marks, go get yourself a heat win. And where you just don't see that in a lot of other forms of racing. You know, one guy I talked to that, that did, you know, we, we did put a video together for that, falls right in that same group was uh was greg byrosh yes. he said i'd love to i'd love to have one of those done to try to get you know a couple more sponsors to come on board but he goes i i don't know if you've got a lot of good footage of me and, <laughs> and i said actually you'd be surprised you know um you know they were they were figuring things out and and then you know got a heat win there at the end of the year so you know yeah. uh, that's that's you're you you you're absolutely right on that there's there's no doubt about that um so we've got the the Dirt Vision announcement, 70th anniversary here at the Land of Amazing. Legends. That's that's a that's a big deal all in itself. We've got a lot of big promotions for that 70th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and you know the other thing, I was just uh, uh, Sunday was watching the race with Steve Schultz, who uh, you oh, know yeah. back in the day was called Sergeant Schultz. Um, you know, one of those Gary Montgomery names and he, he, um, 
just talking to some of those drivers, I feel like that is going to be such a fun thing for us to do this year is try to find as many of those Steve Schultzes that we can that are coming to the races. I'm thinking of Steve Pesarek. I'm thinking of, yeah. you know, other guys that are wandering the pit area, the Johnny Byroshes of the world that, <laughs> that we can get some of these stories that, that will be fun to tell as we commemorate that 70th anniversary. And the nice thing is, I mean, there's a lot of these stories that we're not going to be able to predict, like talk about a feel good story. How about Carl Johnson? last season yeah. 2021 he was close couldn't seem to get the next thing he updates his car and he ends up pretty much dominating on a lot of a lot of nights so there's going to be a few of those guys steve that are doing something that maybe we don't know about just yet that might be coming out with a new car or a, a new crew chief or just you know it's that time in their career where all of a sudden it starts to click and that's i think the, the thing that makes dirt racing the most fun for me because people always ask me you know i mean this will be my 34th season you know, what keeps you coming back? And it's those stories. It's the driver like um, that just moves up either from a hobby stock to a street stock or a street stock to a sportsman to see them lead their first laps, to see them get their first heat win, their first top five. That's what keeps me. You know this, Steve, but if I look at the top five and one of those guys doesn't have a win yet, well, I'm sorry, that's who I'm rooting for. But you're probably the same to some degree, right? <laughs> right, absolutely. I mean, that's 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 what we that's what we say, right? I mean, we we don't yeah. have favorite drivers. We root for good stories, you know. Yeah. And any media member will tell you that, you know. So, and and I'm I'm right there. I mean, hey, uh, the 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 cool part, and and like we all have a little piece of it. Like that for me, the the favorite part of that is calling that last lap coming home. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. For you, it's that raw emotion of that driver mm -hmm. getting out of the car, standing on the roof. Yeah. Like it, it, we all have that little piece of it. And then, you know, the, the team, you know, that's putting, cutting those highlights because you know, the driver and their family, they just can't wait to see that come out the, the following week. Hey, you talked about getting excited for the season. Uh, uh, Motors, the motorsports expo is coming up. Uh, and and so. that, that is do, do we call that the official start of the season? Is that how, how do, how do you, you have a way of saying that? I, yeah, I, I think it's, it's more the, almost the warm up. you know, almost the pre-race show to some degree, because there's going to be so many things. Like I was just saying a second ago that we just don't know. I haven't heard from this particular driver and then boom, here's their, here's their car in one of the speedway booths or something like that. So, but the toughest part is, is almost like what, what I'm going through right now you see everybody, you get together for two, sometimes three days, because I usually get there for the setup, too. And then, ah, oh, it's still another month before we get going. So yeah. that's the worst part. And uh, But NHRA is starting soon, so that'll be nice. I'll start watching that. I'm a huge fan of that. And that was one of the few forms of racing I followed before I got into this. But, um, yeah, I think it's almost like the pre-race show. And then yeah. you just got to wait for the broadcast to begin, and then everything starts. But, uh just so much fun to see these cars all nice and clean and bright and shiny and everything's perfect. I always say you work like crazy to make these things work, look like show cars. Then you take them on the racetrack and beat the crap out of them. I mean, who doesn't like that? <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Some other, some other cool stories that we've, we've seen over the, over the, uh, the went the fall and the winter. Um, Mike Welch has put together a pretty cool street stock yeah. series. That's going to be coming to land of legends to end their series, but they've got four races 
Uh, prior to that, uh, they're going to Ransomville, Freedom, Genesee, Woodhall, and then they come to Land of Legends to cap it off. Um, you know, we've talked to several times about how much fun these street stocks have been yes. to watch, particularly at Land of Legends. I'm excited. There's a lot of buzz about that series, guys wanting to go try some new tracks, and the schedule makes it so that, you know, they can do so, and they can still come out every Saturday to Land of Legends if they want to. So um, so I think that's a, that's going to be fun. I, I you know, Mike, Mike's done a, a cool thing. You know, they're getting that rules package put together that, you know, is, is going to be, you know, uh, uh, acclimable to, to so many different uh, tracks they go to. That, that's going to be fun. That was the only thing that I thought of when they put that together is how close are these rules? Are there some little things maybe that that need to be tweaked, something else that that the drivers might have to do? Because street stocks, I mean, you could go to a track and uh, in the capital district, their street stocks are going to be different. You can go to a track in Canada, their street stocks might be a little bit different. Um, because I mean, these are not like the street stocks, you know, in the Gary Montgomery era in the nineties, <laughs> yeah. they, they're closer to probably closer to late models, um, than they've ever been almost like a BRP car almost, or, or, you know, you were an outlaw, almost like a super stock. Right. To some right. Degree. They're great looking guys, cars. To- yeah. A lot of guys, Doug, say these are the super stocks of old without 10-inch tires. (laughs) That's about right. Yeah, because I got the 9-inch, I believe, uh, on the street stocks now. So you don't have as much rubber on the track. But uh, I like the the thing I like the best about it is they didn't try to get too big too fast. Um, Because how many times have we seen that where a series comes out and they do like four or five races the first year. Then the next year, they do 25 and they got an east and a north and a west (laughs) and a south. And and the next thing you know, (laughs) it's so big that, that it's hard to follow. So I like that they made it easier because... These are street stock drivers. These are guys who work, all, all of them. You know, yeah. there are no professionals in the street stock ranks. So for them to to have that big picture, and if anybody would know that, it would it would be Mike Welch, who's been in the division for so long, and he's worked for Dirt Car. He's been an inspector, so he knows what to look for. So I think it was very smart what they did, and I really do hope that that works out well, and I hope that, you know, when they get to Canandaigua, who knows, maybe we could have 40 of those things in the pit area. Yeah, no, that that would be awesome. You know, especially they're going to have their championship for the the Top Gun shootout, which I love. Oh, is that, that how that's going to work? That's yeah. great. Yeah, the championship race for their series is going to be the Top Gun shootout, which I think is a is a great idea because that's yeah. a very prestigious event all in its own. And mm-hmm. and to make the series the the last stop there, that that's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be a lot of fun. Les would have liked that. You know, <laughs> yeah. Les would have liked that because he was one of the guys who went from the Mr. Dirt Street Stock Series when it became the Mr. Dirt Pro Stock Series. So what a great way to honor him by, you know, having the inaugural season's finale at the race honoring him. I think that's fantastic. Absolutely. All right, Doug, um, you've you got a lot of great I I've watched some of them today already. Uh, you got a lot of great interviews from from jammers Thank over you. the weekend. Tell tell folks how they can see all those videos. If we you know, we, we are picking up some new fans since the Dirt Vision announcement. So tell folks how they can see some of your content that you've got going. Well, of course, anybody who follows me on Facebook, we, we put them up there and I also make them visible uh, for not just my friends and the driver's friends, but anybody. But Elkins Video Productions, I also have that uh, as an um, EVP also is, is everything tagged. When you go to Elkins Video Productions, you can type in the, the driver you want, the racetrack you want. We tag the heck out of everything, Steve. So it makes it very easy to find the driver, track or division uh, that you're looking for. But we did over half a million views last year. Wow. And we got a lot of... Uh, 
lot, a lot of support from the teams and everything. And you know me, you've seen me in the pits when I do those things. I'm in, I'm in heaven yeah. when I'm doing that. And also when, when, uh, art comes down, we got five minutes to fill, find somebody in the pitch. You got 30 seconds. You know, that's when, that's when Mike Yanni, who's our cameraman out there and he's wonderful by the way, to work with. That's when we're having more fun than you are, Steve. Cause then yeah. <laughs> all right, well, let's find somebody fast. You know, it's, it's a ball and we love it. You're absolutely right because the night, uh, well, I think it was the night the late models were there. We had a bunch of time to fill, mm-hmm. and and I came over and played and had a little fun with you guys doing some of those. Yes. And and I that's exactly what I said to you when I went back to the tower was, man, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yep. have fun announcing, but it was it was getting those stories. Um, that piece uh, that that. Um, uh, Chris Fleming's team gave us and we did oh, a story yeah. on the, the, just the terrible weekend that they had had before they got mm-hmm. to the track. Yeah, that, that was fun. And and it goes right in line with, you know, when you started Doug's dirt diary, those stories in the pits that if you weren't in the pits, you weren't there, you wouldn't have known was going on. So. Well, remember the reason I started that was in the first place was I had announced for 16 seasons and I was just, I just wasn't enjoying it as much as I was. And I mean, being in the tower for, for four or five hours, you know, it, it can, it, it's draining. It, it yeah. really is. So I got to give Steve all the credit in the world. And so when I started doing that and just wandering around the pits, Ooh, this car's jacked up. What are you guys doing? Oh, you got the hood off. What's wrong. It, it made the sport new for me again and really helped me fall in love with it all over again. So I, I joked with you. I mean, the week you were off, it was like, no, nah, I want to stay in the pits. I don't want to go there. I want to <laughs> stay out here. I'm having, I'm having too much fun. And, and of course, seeing everybody in victory lane. I mean, I'm fortunate. I get to see the happiest people in the whole pit area every night as, yeah. as they get out of those cars. And every now and then you get that rare night where somebody who you never thought was going to win pulls one off uh, or, or like that, the last race of the year for us. I mean, look at how things went Friday. We had the problems with the track. We had to cancel the show, came back the next day. A lot of people were wondering, gee, what's going to happen? Is it going to be okay? And we ended up having our best modified race of the season. So uh, we've got a great team out there from everybody in the concession stands, the folks that sign you in uh, flag stand, you name it. Everybody's wonderful. Our TV crew is fantastic. I could not be happier uh, and, and more, more excited about returning to a track than I am every year coming back. And of course it all starts with Paul Cole, and, um, you know, he brought me out of retirement. So, uh, yeah. um, that says a lot. And, uh, Steve, you do an amazing job. I remember when you first started at outlaw and, and where you've come, I mean, heck you're better than me right now at the play by play. I'll tell you that. And I'm sure Gary's looking down and smiling at you right now. Well, I appreciate you saying that it's, it's, it's truly, I, I just talked to somebody the other day and, and I said, you know, the day I have not hit the day where I've not been having fun yet. You know, and I hope that I never do. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's yeah, the the team we've got there, and and you're right. It it starts with Paul putting all the pieces in place to to make all that happen. It's truly truly been a lot of fun. So he lets um, you do your job, Steve. I've worked for delegators at racetracks, and and it's no fun. You yeah, know it. Uh, Paul just hands us the keys and off you go. And you know it. That's that's how you bring out the best in people. You let them do what what they do best, and. Uh, um, we're so fortunate and, and, and the track, I mean, the history, 70 years, yeah. I mean, not many racetracks can say that. Yeah. Um, I mean, after world war two, obviously, you know, that's when racing really started going that and a lot of other activities too. And 
for that track to be there that long, it's a county fairgrounds, the history. Uh, I mean, I smile every time I pull in that parking lot at about 3.15 on Saturdays. I just <laughs> smile, and I can't wait to get going. I'm with you, man. Well, it doesn't seem like it's that close, but it, it's closer than we no. think. It's closer than we think. But hey, I, It was at the banquet a few weeks ago, so we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. No, we will. We will, for sure. Hey, man, I, I appreciate you stopping by and giving me a little bit Thank of time you, here. And, and for all of our listeners, and uh, we'll talk to you here real soon, Doug. Thank you very much. Enjoy your night, Steve. All right. Thank you. There's our A-Main interview of the week with Doug Elkins. Land of Legends Raceway fans, tune in each and every week of the racing season to Where Legends Are Made, a podcast dedicated to covering the drama, excitement, and hear from the drivers from your favorite dirt track. Stephen Ovens and Brad Ovens walk you through the week that was Where Legends Are Made. Subscribe on Apple or Google Podcasts and visit landoflegendspodcast.com. Fans of Land of Legends Raceway and the Where Legends Are Made podcast, We've got a great opportunity for you to feature your business. We have opportunities here to sponsor where legends are made. We have all different features of the podcast. You can pick to be a sponsor of one of our heat races. Maybe you want your business name attached to the top 10 read-offs for the week. Maybe you want your business to be the one that's heard when we play our highlight of the week. Maybe you're a history buff. You want to sponsor heat with three where we talk about this week in Land of Legends Raceway history. Maybe you want to be the A-Main sponsor. So when we interview our main driver of the week, you want to get your business out in front of that. We've got plenty of opportunities for you to do so, and we can work inside of any budget. And believe me, if you're listening to this and you're saying, oh, I don't think my business has the advertising budget to sponsor a podcast, believe me, we can fit inside of anybody's advertising budget. Get your business a little bit of advertising here on where legends are made. Contact us right here on the Land of Legends Raceway Facebook page if you're interested and put your business in front of all of our fans where legends are made. 